It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Masterplan world. Welcome to our latest podcast, and it's a pleasure to have you listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Masterplan author, speaker, and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. This week, I'm very excited to bring us back to the world of interviews after a few monologue updates from me, not least because today my voice isn't entirely working, so I'm very glad to have a special guest to lighten the load for me. Let me introduce you to today's special guest. Dave Rothero is the proprietor of Lick My Dip and co-founder of Cheese Posties, clearly a man who can name a business well. Lick My Dip is a subscription discovery service for hot sauce and chilli lovers. Each month, customers receive a parcel of surprise spicy goods. The first orders went out in May 2015, so it's a very new business and they are already shipping globally. Cheese Posties is almost two months old, so even newer, and has been described by AOL.com as the Uber of grilled cheese sandwiches. And yes, you guessed it, you can subscribe to receive a toasted cheese sandwich in the post each week. They, in week one, already had 600 subscribers and they've grown from there. Hi Dave, I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your businesses and where you are now. I'm guessing you're fairly new to e-commerce, so how did you get started? Hey, Chloe. Yeah, so um, earlier in the year, I, I sort of took a bit of a dive, really. Um, I've been working in IT for a couple of years previously, and um, decided it was time for a change. Um, so I kind of dived into a, a relatively fast idea that I've been harboring for about a year. Um, I started Kickstarter for Lick My Dip, and um, it kind of spiraled from there, really. And it's just been a, kind of a pretty organic learning curve, sort of, feeling the ground and, and figuring, figuring things out ever since. Um, off the back of, uh, of the Look My Dip Kickstarter, I, I um, was contacted by a guy called Danny, who um, he's been doing e-commerce uh, fulfillments for about 20 years. Um, and he, he was keen to do something similar, so we put our heads together and um, a few months later, Cheese Posties was, uh, was conceptualised. <laughs> wow, so it all really came from that initial idea of Lick My Dip. Yeah, definitely. So it was, I mean, I'd I, done a few kind of things beforehand. You know, I'd, I'd tried to develop products um, for about a year or so previously and kind of tried, tried my hand at a few different different things. Um, and then Lick My Dip was kind of an idea that had been going and I had an opportunity to, to, to go with it. So I kind of put everything to it and, and took it from there, really. Excellent. So where in the world are you and whereabouts are you selling to? Uh, so I personally am based in London. Um, uh, Lick My Dip is now shipping globally. We ship as far as Japan, California, Mexico, everywhere, um, which is really exciting because we, we get to send British produce from small manufacturers to, to, to a global audience. Um, cheese posties we can only do within uh, within the UK because of post logistics. Uh, we send everything out, large letter, um, so that it arrives the next day. Um, so obviously that's that's only feasible within within our borders. Yeah, you've got the kind of the cheese within that, haven't you? So you can't send that over a long time period or you'd need refrigeration and all the rest of it, I guess. Yeah, and also the, there's the, the kind of import uh, regulations to deal with as well. Most countries don't really like you selling food into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the pain of that, you know, being long conversations with Australian customs about some, some cheese. Uh, yeah, not, exactly. <laughs> not ideal. So what platform are the websites on? 
Um, so they're both uh, on Crate Joy. Um, uh, so Lick My Dip is very much just Crate Joy, uh, and, and that's kind of the long and short of it. Uh, cheese Posties are a bit more complicated. So when our subscribers sign up, they get the option to, to choose whether they prefer gluten-free, uh, sweet, savory, vegetarian, nut-free. Um, and we take all those options and make a decision um, based on those and what we have in stock um, to, to decide what sandwich we'll send them that week. So we use a combination of Crate Joy with our own databases and uh, their integrated environment uh, API, uh, Crate Joy's API, um, to kind of streamline everything into one uh, one beast. Cool. And uh, I guess your your background in IT is coming quite handy with that. Yeah, it does help. <laughs> it would be pretty impossible to, to do this otherwise. Cool. And um, and what's your team like? You know, are you are you full time on this, or how many guys? Yeah. Do you guys- Absolutely. So, uh, look, my dip is, is just me. Um, and then, um, cheese posties is myself and Danny. Um, and we also have a, a data guy, um, who, uh, is in charge of building all the algorithms and, and the database or own database, which I mentioned there. Um, um, we, we work remotely. So Danny's based out in Essex. I'm based in London. Dukan is somewhere else in London. Um, and we do, do stuff all online, really. Oh, excellent. And then we, uh, we fulfill out the factory in, in Essex as well, so that's all kind of outsourced. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, that's how it works. And really nice streamlined model. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, trying to make it more so <laughs> as it goes. The most cool. So um, I was going to ask you a little bit about how you cope with running two e-commerce businesses at once. Uh, I won't lie, it is a bit of a challenge. Um, I'm a bit like a kid in a candy shop and kind of dive into doing lots. <laughs> I'll think about it later. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think the biggest challenge there is, is taking your head out, out of one aspect of a business and into another, for example, taking your head out of the, the, the back office and the kind of the technical IT aspects into customer service, social media and marketing. Um, doing that between those two aspects in one company is quite difficult. Doing it across two is probably the, the, the biggest challenge. Um, so that's been kind of a big learning curve for me. But it's, it's exciting. On the other hand, it's, it's exciting to do to be doing one project one day and then shifting over and refreshing yourself on something else. It means that when you get back to, to the other project, whether it be hours or days later, um, that it's all the more exciting and, and invigorating to be a part of. Excellent. And um, I also, I mean, I guess the, the really big story with what, what you're up to uh, with both businesses is how fresh they are from launch and how successfully you've already grown both of them. So I, I will dive into some marketing and bits and pieces in a moment. But first off, um, the crowdfunding launch method that you've gone down with the Kickstarters, do you think you could have done the business businesses without that? Kickstarter has been a a, a real um, traffic driver. It's been a, a great awareness tool. Um, now, whether that be Kickstarter or any other kind of um, pre-launch campaign, um, I don't think it matters. But I mean, I, I think a pre-launch campaign from from what I've seen so far, obviously being quite new to e-commerce, is absolutely vital to do a project like. I'm doing in, in gathering trust in in making people aware of exactly what it is you do, especially with um. Subscription to the UK is, uh, I think, a, a relatively new model. Um, obviously, people like Grays are the people who've been doing it a long time, but the American-style subscription boxes like Lick, Lick My Dip is, um, that's a relatively new thing, and therefore um, Kickstarter and any pre-launch campaign, I think, is a very good way to make people aware of exactly what it is and hold people's attention long enough because it's a platform that they trust. 
So the the main reason for the kickstarting campaign, the the main benefit you believe that's brought to you is the awareness and the trust and the the knowledge you've given to people about the fact your business exists, rather than the financial aspect of it. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, obviously, the financial aspect is is vital, and it's it, it, it's essentially acted as pre sales, um, which which is fantastic, you know. But but yeah, it, it primarily was um, for, for awareness. Yeah. Cool, because on both sites you've got a lot of great PR coverage. Does that is that directly linked to the kickstarting? Uh, not entirely. So the, the the big push in PR actually initiated with, with cheese posties before we'd even um, we'd even done a uh, before we'd even announced the Kickstarter. Do you know what, actually, Chloe? I'm just going to find the name of a platform which we used pre Kickstarter because I've forgotten it, and I think it'd be really valuable. Cool. So just one second. Okay, so um, a lot of the PR actually came for Cheese Posties um, be- before we even started the Kickstarter. So we did a, a Thunderclap campaign, which is kind of a pre-pre um, Kickstarter, or sorry, a pre-pre-launch uh, platform. So what Thunderclap does is it allows you to, to gather the social support of, um, of people, friends, family, and, and anyone that you can reach. Um, and then it will broadcast a message on your on their behalf um, at, at your time of choosing. So, for example, we use the Thunderclap to broadcast a message for, from all our supporters, uh, telling them that the Kickstarter had started, and then people will be made aware to go and to go and um, uh, get involved in the Kickstarter, which is vital to get people involved very early on, so that you get pushed up the list with Kickstarter's algorithm. That's for a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I have to say, I'm so glad you mentioned Thunderclap because I think it's one of the cool tools out there at the moment. For anyone who's not fully aware of how Thunderclap works, you basically send a request to everybody you know to go and link it to your to, to their own personal social media. And then it kind of holds like a big dam the the update until the moment you've said it goes out. So you can be asking people for a couple of weeks to get round to doing this. And then on Monday at nine o'clock, bang, all these messages go out. Um, it's a really interesting way to support a product launch. So, so that's what got you, you all your PR, you think? Well, actually, it was when when we launched the Thunderclap that the independent actually picked up the Thunderclap before it, it, it even broadcast. So, so that was great, and we got a relatively soggy um, uh, article in the Independent about like what's the world coming to? We're sending grilled cheese in the post, which was actually fantastic for us <laughs> because it broke the subject well. But then, yeah, the Thunderclap was fantastic. Um, the thing about Kickstarter. To, to bear in mind, uh, one of many things to, to, to know, I de- definitely do recommend anyone who's doing one to do their research before they even start. Um, but one uh, very important thing about Kickstarter is it uses an algorithm to decide where you are in the list. Um, or you can imagine there's hundreds of products going on on Kickstarter at any one time. And if you're not in the first 10, 20, 30 um, projects when people are scrolling through your category, the chances are you'll never get seen. Uh, so this is something I learned on Look My Dip. And, and therefore, the Thunderclap was, was a no-brainer to, to do that. And it did. It did the job fantastically. It meant that we got a lot of pledges in very early on, pushed us right up the list, and then, and then it, it kind of um, kick-started our Kickstarter. Excellent. So um, you, you're giving away some nice tips then. So uh, could you give our listeners your maybe your top three tips for anyone who's thinking of uh, launching an e-commerce business at the moment? Definitely, yeah. So... Um, I, mean, I, th- I think the primary thing for me that I've taken away so far um, is to, to build a community. Certainly in terms of certainly in terms of a subscription uh, e-commerce business, where you're really relying on um, 
on uh, customer retention is to build a community first of people that really trust you and provide um, a lot of value to that community. In, in regular e-commerce, I think, and again, this is speculation because these are the first e-commerce businesses I've run, but I, I think it's much more the case that people go, they buy, they leave, and then over time, they potentially build up a, a relationship with that website. Um, in terms of subscription, people go, they look, and then and they really are making more of a commitment to if they even buy for the first time because they're entering into potentially uh, an indefinite contract with you. Um, so... Um, I'd say my, my main thing, which, which just keeps coming up, is, is build a community um, and gain the trust of people for all the right reasons by providing valuable content and providing a great product. Cool. And that's really why where the Kickstarter becomes such an important part of everything you're doing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It just, it just, it, it's, it's a, it, Kickstarter and, and, and Crowdcube and any of these things are platforms that, that people trust inherently anyway because they know what they are. They've been around for a while. So it's it's a great place to sit and, and sort of start to gather gather people around you. Cool. And a second tip. Second tip. Um, this is a tough one. Um, sorry, I, I, I didn't make notes for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We we can uh, we can keep that one to just the one because I think that is fundamentally a really really important tip for anyone yeah. starting off. And you are also quite right in that um, the you know, key to growing a customer base in any type of, of e-commerce, be it, you know, single product purchase or, uh, you know, you want to try and recruit someone for life is all about building that trust. And if it's subscription, you've got to build more trust than you'd build if they're just trying you out with one product because you're essentially asking them to sign up, you know, for many, many months. Um, it's, you know, it's harder to test you out. Okay, so um, Dave, what do you think is the most awesome thing about your business right now? Uh, so I think that the best thing about Look at My Dip is the fact that um, we're shipping produce from small UK artisan, passionate manufacturers. We're exposing them to a global audience. Um, I think that's what's really exciting for me, you know, is seeing, seeing guys who, who are just either starting out or, or making on a very small scale and um, getting, their, getting their stuff sent around the world and, and, and people being, um, being excited about that. Um, I think for cheese posties, it's the fact that we're kind of we're riding so many um, so many trends. So obviously riding the, the, the subscription trend and also the grilled cheese, cheese trend. Um, that's something which I mean, it's it's really exciting. People in the US actually <laughs> a hell of a lot more than the UK. We, we get like hundreds of requests requests every day from the US uh, begging us to, to to start supplying them over there. Um, so that's really exciting for us. And, and the, the the fact that it's such a versatile thing. Um, that there's, there's so many options, there's, there's so many different potential combinations of grilled cheese sandwich. I mean, if you take a look at our website, you'll see the, the 20, 20 or so that we've launched so far. Uh, we're trying to keep it as wild and wacky as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. Awesome. And uh, what's on your radar, your to-do list at the moment? Um, so for cheese posties, we're, we're looking at um, doing a, uh, well, in amongst the, 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 the general um so I'll start that bit again. Um, for cheese posties, we're, we're um, looking at optimizing the, the, the current um, workflow that we've got in place. We've got to do a little bit of shifting around with factories and, and stuff like that. But um, after that, we're looking to implement a, a kind of a premium subscription, which includes um, really high-end ingredients. We're looking at potentially pulled porks and things like that and really super fine cheeses. 
um, for for a, a pretty um, for, for a premium price. Wow. This is something which we, we've we've got from our um, our current subscribers really keen to to up to. Um, and then we look at my dip. It's, it's just a, a case of just constantly building that community, really, um, getting more people involved. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a bigger box in, in the new year, uh, which is going to involve stuff from Europe as well, because there's a, a lot of really, um, really great manufacturers in, in Europe that, that, that are kind of getting overlooked. Um, so that's the plan with Look My Dip. Excellent. So it's great. You're, you're so focused on what comes next. It's a real, it's a real pleasure to be talking to someone who has such clear focus of what's happening. Um, I think that's that's clearly how you've managed to achieve so much in such a short short period of time. So um, it's time now for the top tips round. And I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Dave, are you ready? I'm ready. Cool. So um, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, what book would you recommend? Um, I would say definitely check out The Automatic Customer. Uh, this is a, a great book for uh, generally about um, subscription e-commerce and, and how that is affecting the, um, uh, the, the business, the e-commerce business. Now, that's by someone that, really cool, isn't it? <laughs> that is by John Worristo. Yes, John Morello, who wrote the fantastic book Built to Sell right. as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's got his own podcast. Now, I really don't know that. Yeah, we had a little um, love-in in a Facebook forum a little while ago. Um, <laughs> fun, <laughs> but a fantastic book choice. And I have to say, it's one that's been sitting on my on my uh, my shelves that I haven't quite yet got round to. So maybe that one's going to get packed for my upcoming trip to the States. Um, so your traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Um, I, I would say at the moment I'm really focusing on Instagram a hell of a lot. Obviously, with um, with all the products that we sell, they're very visual. Um, and Instagram is such a, a vibrant platform at the moment. It's not being kind of bastardized too much by advertising. Um, and therefore, you can kind of build those real uh, trust relationships with customers and, and get a nice following for all the right reasons. So you're finding Instagram's bringing you subscribers? Definitely, yeah, yeah. I've only started focusing on, on it quite recently, um, but it, it's already I can, I can see I can see traffic coming in from there ahead a lot, um, and it's really valuable traffic as well. You know, it's um, I mean I've, I've I've seen a lot of um, traffic from Reddit as well, um, but the thing is, it's it, it doesn't tend to be converting traffic. It doesn't tend to be traffic which is um, or if it does convert, it, it doesn't stick around for long. Um, so, I mean, there, there's so many ways to kind of drive track. I've, I've done affiliate marketing as well uh, with, with kind of really deep discounts. But again, it's really with subscription, it's about customer retention and, and the sort of people who go for deep discounts don't tend to stick around for long. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I think affiliates can be an awful lot of effort for not a lot of return unless you've got the model absolutely perfect for it. Um, and I would think, yeah, going down that trust route makes a lot more sense um so your tool top tip maybe Definitely. a collaboration tool social media plugin phone app or a way of working is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more effective day to day i use um an application called called zendesk uh, which is a help desk app and it is absolutely incredible <laughs> for basically it integrates with um uh integrates with your, your email um, your social, all your social media channels, or Twitter and Facebook at least, 
Uh, you can also have a, a help widget on, on your website, which is actually made by um, uh, Zopin. But um, basically, this organizes all, all, all of your income and email, or support emails into one place. Now, this is absolutely invaluable to me. Uh, the first week of Cheese Posty, when people are coming to, to the website, they're not quite sure what it is. They're not quite sure of uh, a subscription itself. Um, and then maybe they've got issues about the website. With, with that massive influx of 600 customers, um, my my email box just got completely flooded. And um, Zendesk's a fantastic way of just organizing that and making sure that everyone gets a response and, uh, and everyone stays happy. Cool. So now we know how you managed to do it all by yourself because <laughs> yeah. you've, you've got the right <laughs> tools in place to make sure you're... That's keep- so valuable. So yeah, cool. Um, so your startup top tip, which we've kind of already covered. Um, if you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip to them? Yeah, I'd say, well, again, it, it, it centers around building a community. Um, I'd say if I was that person, I'd be looking to to find a niche and to, even before I'd done a Kickstarter, start building a community, start gathering people around me, um, start finding out um, as much as you can about the industry. I did this to a certain extent when I when I started Lick My Dip. I started speaking to a lot of the, the small manufacturers and build relationships there. Um, but I, I, I think really, like, make a Facebook group, uh, maybe do something on, on Reddit or Instagram. Um, just start to find out about what, what people actually want. It, it'll probably completely influence or maybe even completely change the direction of the business that you're going to make. Cool. Such good advice. Um, and because, uh, you know, if you're doing this sort of thing, the suppliers are quite critical, aren't they, to make sure. And they and they already know what the customer wants to some extent. Um, OK, so Masterplan World, you can find the top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash lick, L-I-C-K. Um, I have one final top tips question for you, Dave. If your business didn't exist, which e-commerce business would you like to be running? Uh, Amazon. So right from <laughs> niche subscription to the totally and utterly the opposite end of the scale. <laughs> no, Amazon, Amazon fascinates me because it's um, uh, because of the, well, I had a story with the, the guy who started it. It's just um, that he used to, um, he, he, he used to, to figure out how to get a girlfriend by using spreadsheets or something along those lines. Of, like This guy is like so obsessed with data. And, and, and optimizing with data that's pretty uh, it's just fascinating me but no in, in reality I think Loot Crate would be um, I've got a lot of respect for Loot Crate um, I, I don't know whether you heard of them they're basically they're a US based company they send cool little boxes of geek stuff out to, to people um, and they've done what I've been banging on about really well which is building a community and creating that trust and creating that buzz around the product Okay, excellent. And uh, we'll put links to both of those up on the show notes for everybody. Um, Dave, before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Yeah, absolutely. So Cheese Posties, you can go to cheeseposties.com. Um, you can, again, find us on web, primarily on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and also on Pinterest, um, just for searching cheese posties. Um, and then Lick My Dip, again, it's lickmydip.com. Um, and again, primarily Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can get 20% off your first month using the promo code LickMyDiscount. Excellent. I will make sure that that code is up on the show notes page as well. So everyone, um, we'll add all those links and everything else we talked about in the show notes. Uh, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash lick or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. 
Dave, thank you for being on the e-commerce master plan podcast today and for being so generous sharing your experience with us. My pleasure. Wow, what an awesome story. Um, I'm certainly a little bit inspired by what Dave's up to there and uh, watch this space for my own Kickstarter subscription service going live next year, maybe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and also you enjoyed last week's bonus episode, Should You Partake in Black Friday? It's part of our Christmas 2015 tips with eSeller. So if you haven't yet caught up with it, go and have a listen. Up later this week is part two, my guide to why your delivery strategy matters this Christmas. So be certain to check that one out as well. As one of our subscribers, if you're enjoying the e-commerce master plan podcast, please do share it with your e-commerce friends. Twitter, Facebook, over a coffee or a pint or a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, We really don't mind. Have a great weekend, everyone, and keep optimising. Bye. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.